Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help with home, life, auto, or business needs. Phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us with us as he is almost every Monday. Our good friend, political historian, data guru, Scott Strong. Scott, how's it going? Going great. How about you, Rob? Well, I'm okay. Um, I got a little I got a little uh, agitated yesterday on WIBC, and I want to continue the conversation because, you know, that's how I do things. Um, sure. I got this email from Kyle Hupfer, and he is the chairman of the Indiana Republican Party. And normally I just let political BS uh, go, uh, you know, what, what do they say? Water off a duck's back. But this really mm-hmm. got me mad. Uh, He titled it Another Year of Fiscal Responsibility and went on to say uh, they did a basically the state legislature did a great job and they managed the money properly and that everybody should really look forward to more of the same of what they got this year. To me, that means 45 new taxes and the largest tax increase in the history of the state. I got pretty offended. What say you? Yeah, so. uh Obviously, I've seen the email, and you have to agree everything he said is correct, although you're bringing up the points of the things that he didn't put in his email, and there are a lot of tax credits. Of course, there's um, lay things uh, because of past legislators, so there's some tax cuts coming, but overall, you're right, the taxes have gone up. Now, the other thing that got me, and he puts her name in caps at the top, but then when he's naming the people at the bottom, he uh, puts Tara Klutz in lowercase. He does put her in caps at the top, but a lowercase. If I were a woman, I mean, I what, he couldn't put her in caps twice? What was the deal with that? Yeah, I, I don't know about this part of it because being being somebody that's in communications as a global communications manager, I'm sure that he probably didn't do it. This was probably the communications specialist, probably um, could have been Pete C. It could have been somebody else. Um, on this stuff, I'll defer and say this could be just a general error of somebody putting it out, but it does bring up the thing that you probably need a couple more proofreaders before you send your information out. Okay, so how with the straight face do you come out and say we were fiscally responsible when we enacted the largest tax increase in the history of our state? How do you do that? Well, that is the job of your of your chairman, whether it be for Democrats, Republicans or libertarians, is you're to find the things and put together the messaging in such a way that it makes your group or your party look good. So in this particular thing, uh, probably this is going out to mostly the party faithful, but anybody that wants to get on the emailing list can jump on the Indiana GOP site and, you know, sign up with an email to get it. But it, it, it is kind of tough here. There's a little bit more information they could have 
provided to say why it's a year of financial responsibility and why they did some of the things that they did do, in my opinion. Right, because it's really easy to pay your bills if you just take more from people. Yeah, and this is, unfortunately, this is a little bit of this scenario of a lot of people manage things is it's not how much I spend, it's it's how much money I have coming in. If I have a problem, I never restrict my spending. I just go out and get more money. So I've seen this a lot of times when I've managed people, they have financial problems and they bring it to me saying, well, I'm not making enough money because you're not supporting the lifestyle that I want. (laughs) And the lifestyle that the legislators want sometimes doesn't match up. What do the taxpayers want to give them? All right. Again, our guy Scott Strong, we're talking about this email from the chairman of the Indiana Republican Party talking about another year of fiscal responsibility, despite the fact that they raised taxes 45 times and including the largest tax increase in the history of our state to get there. Strong, you're a a level-headed guy, but you're also very uh, into the GOP. Like, what is your personal response to this? Like, when you saw this, what did you think? You know, I thought that they are very lucky that we have a good energy policy in this country that's driving down gas prices because if it was right now, OPEC is in a free fall, um, U.S. shale production is up, all of that is providing them cover because it's allowing gas prices to fall and people, the public, to not really realize what that gas price raise was. Uh, if I and I'm not a an, an activist, I am a commentator now, uh, so I don't go out and knock on doors anymore, and I don't um, I don't uh, make the phone calls anymore. But if I were considering being that person once again, and I saw this, I would be livid and say, "You lose my number. Don't ever contact me again." And I'm half tempted just to vote for libertarians just just because of this. Well, and what they did when they came into this, and you make a good point there, is they have kind of cut up the constituency in Indiana. And I'm going to give you some kind of rough numbers here. There aren't that many libertarians, but they are growing when things like this happen. A lot of those are disaffected people who pay attention to the process that move over and say, I've had it with this political party or that political party. But there's about a strong 30 percent conservative, some people would call them Tea Party activists, that are strongly against this. And then there's this moderate um, part of the Republican wing that is the kind of the, the swayer. So it's the moderates in the Republicans that sway back and forth. I think this was a calculated um, thing that they did at the state party and that they did across the legislature. I think it's probably going to work out for them, uh, but there are going to be a few party challenges along the way to some of the leadership. But it's kind of like what we said, Curtis Hill mentioned at we talked about this last week on the program he says there's really a small group of republicans at the helm that are really leading this thing and the rest of the people are kind of being forced to go along with it that's okay for a while but i think they ought to be very careful all right so there was a uh Indy Star released some details on the the largest tax increase in the history of the state is for the road funding bill. It's it's going to free up, they say, four point seven billion dollars over the next five years. And uh, they came out with some numbers uh, based essentially on the per state 
allocation, basically saying if you're, uh, you know, if you live in such and such a state, then or such a uh, county, you're going to get X amount. If you live in this county, you're going to get X amount. And then they broke it down into uh, a per person allocation. And overall, uh, we did pretty well in Hendricks County. Thought the average per person across the state was four hundred and eighty dollars. We're something. We're over seven hundred seventy dollars. So Hendricks County going to get more than its fair share uh, of the allocation. Yes, and that's been that's been big. And then even um, the the thing is that it's, I kind of noticed on this, and of course, a lot of this is reflective to the population. So there's a greater population of people in Hendricks County. Um, by most of the most magazines and things are out there, this is the second fastest growing county in the state of Indiana. So it makes sense that we came out well on this. There, um, the other counties that really kind of came out were, well were the ones that had the major I-69 construction in them. Of course, what you got to remember, this is five years, so it doesn't mean that Hendricks gets all that money at once. A lot of this is kind of like a truck pull um, at the end of the at the end of the five years. That's when the more money comes out, because right now we haven't collected that much money from the 10 percent, you know, 10 percent raise on gas taxes. Yeah. So uh, Morgan County did the best per person if you look at it. Um, but that's because they've got the I-69 deal going on. As you mentioned, they've got uh, $4,115.06 per resident. So uh, that's that's really good. The worst, uh, well, the second worst, I'm sorry, was Hamilton County, which surprised me at $81.45 per resident. If I'm in Hamilton County, I'm saying, hey, wait a second, that guy in Morgan County is uh, is just dwarfing me in terms of funding. I'm getting screwed here. Yeah, you know, and this is kind of the same thing Indiana has as a national state. Indiana has done a good job of controlling our stuff, our spending. And so a lot of times we're on the short stick when we get federal funding because so we're overall, we give more money to the federal roads program than we get. We only get about 90 cents of every dollar that we send in. And this is a little bit of Hamilton County with a lot of their TIFs and a lot of the road construction in Carmel and around that area, they've already taken care of a lot of the things, so there's not as many projects. So some of that has come back to bite them, and they're not getting as much now. Yeah, again, Scott Strong, our guest, we're talking about the allocation of road dollars from the $0.10 cent per gallon tax increase on gasoline, $4.7 billion over uh, over five years, and they've, dealt, they've divvied up the money, and we're going through uh, the per-resident allocation. Morgan County, the big winner on that, $4,115.06 per resident. Those of us in Hendricks County, $772.03 per resident. The average was about $480 uh, per resident. Do do the local guys get backlash on this? Like if you're living in Hamilton County or you go into your state rep and go and, hey, wait a second, you, you got no clout there? I mean, Kenley's the appropriations chair and Hamilton County. He's from Hamilton County. They're getting screwed. Yeah, I think that those people probably are uh, are probably going to make a, a, you know, a soiree down to the Indiana Department of NDOT. Um, but I don't know that it's going to do that much for them because this is a little bit more of a straight analysis of what's the roads and they kind of rate them and then they allocate the dollars. So I'm not saying that it's fair. Um, I thought it was interesting, you know, the initial one of the things that came out from the the other party, the Democrats, is they made an allegation before this started to say, well, is this Holcomb going to give, you know, Governor Holcomb, is he going to put all the money 
out there in heavily Republican districts and not do anything for anybody else. I think that's been dispelled. So there's there's I'm sure there's a little bit of politics, but for the most part, it's hard to say when a road needs repaired that they don't have the money to fix it. Uh, okay. Any idea what that money's going to go for in Hendricks County yet? I haven't heard anything. Um, I'm, I'm wondering where exactly those dollars are going to go to. Yeah. So all we know is, um, at this point is they have put together a master list of all of the bridges in Indiana that need repairs and all of the roads that need repairs. So there's 10,000 plus mileage of roads. There's 13,000 some bridges that need it. So they have probably cited those on what is the most at risk, and that's probably where the money will go. And so when they did that, that's probably how they came up with it by having a priority list. So they probably got their, you know, top 20 percent, which is will start at the end of this year and then the, and go on down. So but I don't know what those particulars are. But if there's a really bad stretch of road, that's probably where it's going to go. But it probably be will be more state. Now, you got to remember, there's also another three hundred million dollars that's going to local towns and communities from the last budget that's coming out here, too. So. Uh, they should be a wash in money. The people that are winning are going to be the construction people that are doing this work. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth Mentoring serves the children of Hendricks County. Impact Youth provides academic and social development in our mentees as well as leadership development in our mentors. If you are interested in becoming a mentor or know a child who could use a mentor, learn more by searching Impact Youth Mentoring on Facebook or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. A podcast of Central Indiana Today is now available on SoundCloud or iTunes. Made possible by Figment 2 McDonald's. Figment 2 McDonald's has locations in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of WYRZ 98.9 and Community Radio. Here goes Scott Strong. We're uh, talking a little bit about some local issues today. I want to switch gears here uh, as we wind down. Uh, there's a poll out uh, from On Message Inc. involving the Republican primary for U.S. Senate. It's believed it's going to be Luke Messer and Todd Rikita. Um and right now, it's pretty much tied. They're both U.S. House representatives, Messer with 27%, Rikita with 26 And that means 48% are undecided. Uh, that's a, That means both these guys got a long way to go. Yeah, it does. I thought this was an interesting poll because... Um, and you kind of look at things behind the scene, you know, who's winning, who's not. The bottom line, it is deadlocked. The interesting thing is the ground that Rokita has made, Luke Messer has gotten a lot of the heavily establishment that went for him early, and he also got a lot of money early. We're seeing Rokita come back and kind of even the stakes. It doesn't mean he's taken a lead, but it's now gotten equal where these 400 people, which are party insiders, are as much for one as they are the other. So you would say that the there is a waning of the establishment arm trying to select the person to go up because they're in a dead heat. 
I wasn't very nice to either of these guys yesterday on WIBC. I like both guys, but Scott, I'm sick of the charade. Neither one of these guys have declared, but yet they're campaigning for Senate. If you're going to run, run, announce, get in the game and start working. Yeah, and that's becoming an issue for those people that want to possibly run for their congressional seats because they're not able to get up and to get going, and they don't want to get out there and start fundraising um, until one of these guys get out. I think, though, you're probably going to see it. Rokita has said he's going to announce during the fall the rumor on the street that Messer has kind of an annual barbecue here in August. So I think you're going to see it sooner rather than later. But it is a tough point, not only for them, but also for other people that might want to run for those offices that they're vacating. Is this a concern for these guys that so many people are undecided? These are Republican voters that, you know, so so many people have no idea probably who either one of these guys are. Should they be concerned about that? Um, I don't know if they need to be concerned. I think the bigger thing is that, if they get too nasty with each other too early, it gives the viability, and this is something that's starting to come out, um, the Republicans are concerned because, it's as you mentioned on your program, whoever wins doesn't mean they get, they get to measure the drapes in the Senate office because they got to, they you know, Joe Donnelly is going to be a 800-pound gorilla that's going to hit them hard, and they may come out pretty bloody. Um, I think what the Republican voters are, they've got to be concerned about is, is it becomes so partisan between them that people start turning away from them and look for another third candidate. Is the other issue that if you're an outsider that's going, hmm, nobody knows who either one of these guys are yet, plenty of time for me to get in. If you could raise money pretty quick, does it maybe open the door for somebody else to throw a monkey wrench into this thing? Yeah, I think that it does. Um, At this point, it it really has to be somebody that has some type of name recognition. And this is why you always hear the names like, oh, Peyton Manning would be the most wonderful U.S. Senate candidate because he has the name recognition, although he said he's not running here or in Tennessee. Um, So if you don't have somebody with some type of celebrity status or name recognition, it's going to be awful hard for them to get in or somebody that can self-finance their campaign is also another option all right scott great job as always thank you thank you don't forget if you missed any part of today's show check out the podcast anytime you want we're on soundcloud and itunes just search central indiana today download the show right to your smartphone or tablet go back and listen anytime you want as always the podcast presented by mcdonald's until next time i'm rob kendall saying have yourself a great evening You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. Phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group.